Bug Jargal by Victor Hugo Chapter 24 Whilst the scene that Thaddeus had described, Thaddeus, triumphant, placed himself behind the captain, was passing behind the mountain, I had succeeded with some of my men in climbing by aid of the brushwood on a peak called Peacock Peak from the brilliant tints of the mica which coated the surface of the rock. This peak was level with the Negroes. The road was soon covered with the militia, so we commenced a lively fire. The Negroes, not so well armed as we were, could not reply as warmly. They began to grow discouraged. We redoubled our efforts, and our enemies soon evacuated the neighboring rocks, first hurling the dead bodies of their comrades upon our army, the greater proportion of which was still drawn up on the hill. Then we cut down and bound together with the leaves and fibers of the palms several enormous cotton trees, of which the first inhabitants of the island made canoes for one hundred rowers. By the aid of this improvised bridge, we crossed over to the abandoned peaks, and a part of the army thus found themselves advantageously posted. This operation completely quenched the courage of the rebels. Our fire continued. Lamentable shouts, to which were mingled the name of Bugjargal, suddenly resounded in the army of Biasu. Great fear manifested itself. Many Negroes of the army of Morn Rouge appeared on the rock upon which the blood-red banner still floated. They prostrated themselves before it, tore it from its resting place, and then precipitated it and themselves into the depths of the Grande Riviere. This seemed to signify that their chief was either killed or a prisoner. Our confidence had now risen to such a pitch that I resolved to drive the rebels from the rocks they still occupied. I caused a bridge of trees to be thrown between our peak and the nearest rock, and I was the first to dash into the midst of the Negroes. The soldiers were about to follow when one of the rebels with a blow of his axe broke the bridge to atoms. The ruins fell into the abyss and fell on the rocks with a terrible noise. I turned my head. In a moment, I seemed to be seized by six or seven Negroes who disarmed me. I struggled like a lion. They bound me with cords made of bark, heedless of the bullets that my soldiers poured upon them. My despair was somewhat soothed by the cries of victory which I heard around me a moment later. I soon saw the Negroes and mulattoes ascending the steep sides of the rocks with all the precipitation of fear, uttering cries of terror. My captors followed their example. The strongest amongst them placed me on his shoulders and carried me in the direction of the forest, leaping from rock to rock with the agility of a chamois. The flame soon ceased to guide him. The pale rays of the moon was sufficient. He walked less rapidly now.